A coward dies a thousand deaths. A soldier dies but once. You niggas don't even know that I'm saying. They say pussy and paper is poetry, power and distance. Plotting on murdering motherfuckers before they get you. Picturing pitiful pump niggas copping please, puffing weed as I position myself to clock cheese. My enemies scatter in suicidal situations. Never to witness the wicked shit that they was facing. Pockets is packed with presidents, pursue your riches. Evading the player, hating trick while hitting switches. Bitches is bad mouth, cause rolling motherfuckers is bold, but charge them home. The game should be sold. The sickest psychotic society, somebody Satan Addicted to drama, so even mama couldn't raise me Even the preacher and all my teachers couldn't reach me I run in the streets and puffing weed with my peeps I'm ducking the cop, I hit the weed as a clutch in my Glock Niggas, is hot when I hit the block What if I die tonight? This your boy, this your motherfucking boy, King Known Uncensored, and I got two, not one, but two shows for you tonight. The NBA done went crazy. This has been, I know I say this dumb shit every year, but guess what? This has been the best trade deadline since 2004. Now, I had kind of like a day off, so I was able to sit down and calculate and put together these two shows for y'all to come fuck with a nigga this king known uncensored welcome to the 2023 nba trade deadline the trade collector and it all started with kyrie irving right it started with kyrie irving going to the brooklyn nets i mean not to the brooklyn nets but to the dallas mavericks for Spencer Dinwiddie, um, and um, what's the boy name? Uh, I can't think of the nigga name. Oh, Dorian Finney-Smith, and multiple first-round picks and second-round picks. Right? It started there. But we're going to discuss all the things that went down yesterday. And today, because, you know, I saw Kyrie's first game. And um, it was amazing. First things first. First things first. We got the first trade. This is the problem with the Los Angeles Lakers. They always want to be the first ones to pull the trigger instead of waiting to see what everyone else does and then striking. They always try to be first to the punch and they swing on air. But however, this still was a solid trade in my opinion. I kind of like this. This was a blockbuster three-team deal where the Los Angeles Lakers received D'Angelo Russell, Malik Beasley, and Jared Vanderbilt. The Utah Jazz received Russell Westbrook, Juan Toscano Anderson, 
Damian Jones and a 2027 Lakers second round pick. The Minnesota Timberwolves received Mike Conley, Nikhil Alexander Walker, and three second round picks. Now, my thoughts on this. The Los Angeles Lakers, I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. I couldn't tell you who's better between Russ and D'Angelo Russell. I think they clock out. If I was to rate them on 2K, they'd be the same rating. Russell has had a decent season. Don't get me wrong in Minnesota. But, um, and he's shooting 39% from three. But, you know, like I know, D'Angelo Russell's defense is pedestrian. I mean, I like Malik Beasley. That adds depth, but Malik Beasley ain't got no defense. <laughs> Jared Vanderbilt, though, he can rebound. He's an energy guy. Him and Winyan Gabriel would be terrorizing on the offensive rebounds, man. I swear. Those were good pickups for the Lakers, in my opinion. Russell Westbrook going to the Jazz. I mean, I keep hearing from the streets that the Jazz are going to buy out his $47 million contract. I'm going to be honest with y'all. I think Russell Westbrook should stay in Utah. I think him and the combination of Lori Marketing, Jordan Clarkson, and Walker Kessler, and uh, Colin Sexton, and Kelly Olenek. I think that would be pretty damn good if you ask me alongside, you know, Toscano Anderson and Damian Jones, who are also solid pros. Jazz, Jazz get another first round pick. How many first round picks does Utah have, dog? School me, man. School me because I have to look this shit up for myself, bro. Another time. This is the trade deadline. I don't want to do any extra shit because I got another episode coming up right after this. You know, once I put this shit out for the promotion streets, I'm going to be right back on y'all again, okay? But the Minnesota Timberwolves, part of the deal. Um, The Timberwolves did pretty good, if you ask me. I'm not going to lie. Timberwolves did solid in this deal. I mean, they get a true point guard in Mike Conley to go alongside Anthony Edwards. Nikhil Alexander-Walker, hopefully he finally gets a shot because the Timberwolves don't have a great bench at all, in my opinion. Their bench is okay, but not elite. So Nikhil Alexander-Walker, hopefully he can step in and be the sixth man. And the three second-round picks definitely help to mortgage. Now, the people who are interested in Russell Westbrook in a buyout from the Utah Jazz are the Chicago Bulls, the LA Clippers, and the Miami Heat. I mean, on the Bulls, I think Westbrook could fit alongside Levine, uh, DeMar DeRozan, and um, Vucevic, but I'm not sure if there's going to be enough basketballs for everybody, man. Despite that, their starting five would be immaculate if they sign Russ. The Clippers, that's another situation of not enough basketballs. But the fit for me would be the Miami Heat because – they play fast, and they're willing, and that whole team is willing to fight each other, let alone the other players in the NBA. The next trade I'm going to discuss, the New York Knicks have traded Cam Reddish to the Portland Trail Blazers for Josh Hart. 
In the Hart Reddish deal, the Knicks are sending the Blazers a lottery-protected 2023 first-round pick that could turn into four future second-round picks if not conveyed this year. Um, my thoughts on this is this is a win for both teams. New York gets a perimeter defender that can help. So uh, Brunson and Fournier don't have to defend all of these other elite guards. Josh Hart also rebounds at uh, elite for his uh, position. Um, he can knock down open threes. He's got a little bit of a handle of him. I mean, he's multi-talented. That's a very good pickup. And my boys got Cam Reddish in Portland. Dame Lillard gets another guy that can knock down open shots and create his own shot, an offensive dynamo. And Cam Reddish, I love this move for Cam. All right. The Nets are, uh, let's move on to the next one. The Nets are finalizing trade to send Ford, Kessler, Edwards, and Cash to the Kings. The Nets save a total of $8 million in salary and luxury tax and open up a roster spot. Edwards has still has to approve the trade because he has a one-year bird rights restriction in his deal. So if he says no, he's going to stay in Brooklyn. But Brooklyn wasn't giving him enough clock anyway. So I believe he's going to say yes and go right to the Sacramento Kings, who is, uh, you know, the, the third seed in the West. I would do it if I were him. Kessler Edwards is a 3 and D player. Uh, the Miami Heat traded center Dwayne Dedman in a second round pick to the San Antonio Spurs. That's interesting right there. My thoughts on this is, you know, Dwayne Dedman was getting into it with coaches and players, and he was just a problem child for Miami. So giving him back to the guy that drafted him and Popovich, you know, that reunites Popovich and Dedman. Good pickup for the Spurs. Now, this trade right here, this made the day. This motherfucker manifested at 1.30 in the morning, right when I went to sleep. Everybody was blowing up my phone and my social media and internet and stuff like that. The Suns ended up sending... Michael Bridges, Cam Johnson, Jay Crowder, four first-round picks, a 2028 pick swap uh, for Kevin Durant and TJ Warren. And the first-round picks that the Suns, I mean, that the Nets received in this deal are 2023, 2025, 2027, and 2029. Since you can't do back-to-back years of, of trading first-round picks due to the stepping in. But, man, this was the biggest trade of the day. This is what trade deadline basketball is all about when superstars navigate to other teams. But they're doing it at a higher level than it used to be. But my thoughts on this is both teams won. The Brooklyn Nets get Kevin Durant, who is... um, Kevin Durant is still kind of like in his prime in a way. He's still averaging 30 a game, 29, 30 points a game, and shooting it efficiently well. 
you know, and then the, then the Suns get back TJ Warren. That's big right there. That's huge. And my thoughts on this trade is very, very simple. I feel like both teams are good, are better, because now you got a, a, a well, now you got a lineup of what? Cam Thomas, Spencer Dinwiddie, Michael Bridges, Cam Johnson, and Nick Claxton. That's a good starting five. In my opinion, I think the Nets are going to be a sleeper. The trade grades are coming later, so I'll talk to y'all in a moment about that. But this was the biggest deal of the day, man. This was huge. Um, It seemed like the Nets management had grown tired of Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving and wanted to just hit a reset button. But this is a hell of a reset. When you reset, the game pick up right where it left off. I mean, not to mention, you still got Seth Curry, Ben Simmons, bum-ass, um, Patty Mills, Dayron Sharp, pretty solid pieces up in Brooklyn. All right, let's move on. The Toronto Raptors are acquiring San Antonio Spurs center Jakob Pertl for Kim Birch, a protected 2024 first-round draft pick, and two future second-round picks. Jesus. The San Antonio Spurs cleaned up today. The San Antonio Spurs had a hell of a day because everybody wanted Jakob Pertle. And the Toronto Raptors ruined a lot of hopes for a lot of teams. Crazy. Insane. I mean, Kim Birch, I didn't get to see much of him playing on Toronto, but he seemed to be like a, a energy player to me. This was another, this is this was the most underrated trade of the day to me. Um, the Lakers traded Thomas Bryant to the Nuggets for Davon Reed and three second round picks. Now, yes, the Lakers need draft capital. Those second-round picks are going to help them because they gave up damn near all of their first-round picks. Yeah, so basically, they got Denver's 2025, 2026, and 2029 second-round picks. The Lakers felt like moving Thomas Bryant opens up minutes for Jared Vanderbilt and Wenyan Gabriel in rotation. I feel like that was stupid as fuck. The way that Thomas Bryant was playing when Anthony Davis was injured, bro, and y'all just going to trade him like that, that's some dirty-ass shit because Thomas Bryant was playing some of the best basketball of his career, and I feel like the Los Angeles Lakers are going to regret this trade. You're going to trade Thomas Bryant to back up Nikola Jokic? That's crazy. Now they're deep as hell at center with Zeke Naji and Thomas Bryant, boy. Damn. What happened to DeAndre Jordan? <laughs> I want to know, like, what happened to that nigga? Anyway, next up, the Boston Celtics 
acquired big man Mike Muscala from the Oklahoma City Thunder. And Boston is sending Justin Jackson and two second-round picks to OKC. That's very uh, interesting right there. I guess they must have saw how Mike Muscala was lighting it up last night against the uh, Los Angeles Lakers. I mean, not last night, but the night before last on the Los Angeles Lakers. I mean, more center, you can never have enough center depth. I mean, you got guy that's six fouls for Al Horford, Blake Griffin, Robert Williams, Luke Cornett. They're very deep at Big Bear now. The Mil- this is cra- this is crazy though, right here. The Milwaukee Bucks acquired Jake Crowder in a trade with the Brooklyn Nets for five second round picks. Niggas was slanging second round picks like bricks in Harlem in 1984. Five second round picks. Damn. Indiana acquired the Bucks, Jordan Narara and two second rounders in this Nets Bucks three-way deal. And then the Bucks ended up trading Serge Ibaka to the Pacers. Honestly, five second round picks is very excessive for somebody that's old and rusting out like Jay Crowder. I mean, Jay Crowder is still a three and D guy, but he hasn't played all season. I wouldn't mortgage five second round picks for a motherfucker that ain't even set on the court to show me if he even still can play. I think that was some bullshit. But at the same time, and then I wouldn't have gave up Jordan Narara or, or Serge Ibaka either to get this motherfucker. But I guess you have to put the pieces together to make the three-team deal work, eh? Next up, you know, there's a lot of three-team deals, boy. There's a lot of those. Three-team deal. We got the Blazers receiving Matisse Thibel, Hornets receiving Zvi McAllacook, and multiple second rounders. And the Sixers received Jalen McDaniels. Now, this helped the, the Portland Trailblazers a lot because what have I been saying that the Blazer has, Blazers have needed? Depth. Depth, depth, depth. And Matisse Thibel is a young defensive player. Not the best and consistent three-point shooter, but Thibel can get some confidence with a new group of guys. You dig? And then... The Sixers getting Jalen McDaniels. I mean, he's a solid player. Not the best player, but a good dude to have in your rotation. The Pacers acquired Bucks guard George Hill and a second round pick. I think that is attached to the uh you know, the three team deal with the Bucks, the Pacers and the Nets. Pacers getting George Hill back. I mean, George Hill is from Indiana. And went went to college in Indiana, was drafted, well, well, was drafted by San Antonio and traded to the Pacers. That's big, man. That's big, him going back there. That adds more guard depth to go alongside Tyrese Halliburton and, and, and TJ McConnell. Big moves, big moves. 
And then, you know, the Bucks get a second round pick after trading five of them. So that's good. All right, the Nuggets. Oh, this was a surprise of the day right here. The Nuggets traded Bones Highland to the Clippers. The Clippers will send the Nuggets 2024 and 2025 second round picks. I can't believe they gave up on this kid. I would have tried to keep Bones. And I would have shipped out all the other guards that were in the way because Bones Highland reminds me so much of Damian Lillard. He's got Damian Lillard game. And him going to the Clippers is big. The Clippers just got better. Their guard depth is much better after today. We'll get to that. This was a big trade. Finally, my boys made a move. The Detroit Pistons made a move. I know a lot of Pistons fans was not excited about this at all. And I understand where they're coming from because I love Sadiq Bay. But the Warriors traded James Wiseman to the Pistons for Sadiq Bay. Bay is on his way to Atlanta in a multi-team trade. The Hawks are sent the Hawks sent five second round picks to the Warriors to acquire Sadiq Bay. And the Pistons sent Kevin Knox to the Warriors, who eventually sent him to the Portland Trailblazers. And we'll get to that later on. But this trade was big. I love James Wiseman. I like him. He's got a lot of potential. He was injury prone his first season. You know, he came back, you know, and ended up winning a championship, even though he didn't play the whole year. But, you know, he's still on the team roster. He struggled this year. He struggled to crack the Warriors rotation. And this all came down to one of my previous shows where I said that the players went up to management and said, hey, we want somebody that's ready now, even though the Warriors uh, was hesitant to come up off young niggas, right? Um, they decided to be like, fuck it. We'll get rid of Wiseman and bring in a, 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 a guy to help us out. But Sadiq Bey ended up going to Atlanta and the Warriors ended up receiving five second round picks, which they use. We will get to that a little bit later on. But my thoughts on this is I think everybody's a winner. I think the Warriors won with multiple second-round picks. They had to clear some cap space. You know, Wiseman was making $12 million according to fat-ass Brian Windhorst. I was like, damn, I didn't know he was clocking major flip figures like that. Like, shit. Then you acquire – Atlanta acquired Sadiq Bay. That's big right there. They needed a guy like that to help out A.J. Griffin and Bogdan Bogdanovich off the bench. Now the Hawks are war-ready. The Hawks uh, traded Justin Holiday and Frank Kaminsky to Houston for Garrison Matthews and Bruno Fernando. Uh, that was a salary dump for the Hawks. Poor the poor Holiday brothers are split up again. Justin Holiday gonna get some minutes on Houston though, and Frank Kaminsky's a good pickup. Even though the Hawks getting Garrison Matthews and Bruno Fernando was. But I get it. Salary dump. The Oklahoma City traded. Let me see how far down I am. We close to the end, though. 
the the Thunder traded Darius Baisley to the Phoenix Suns for Dario Saric in a second round pick. Now a lot of people are speculating that Dario Saric is going to be bought out by the Thunder, but I don't know. I think the Thunder should keep him. Veteran presence, you know, he's been playing well this season while uh, all those players have been hurt for Phoenix. He's making a comeback. Dario Sarge in a second-round pick. Interesting. I mean, I think Baisley's going to help the Suns. I like his game. I just think that he wasn't getting enough of an opportunity in OKC. So maybe he can uh, resurrect his career on Phoenix. Ugh, this is a weird trade, but whatever. The Grizzlies are sending Danny Green to Houston. The Rockets will get the rights to swap Bucks, the Bucks pick with the Clippers this year as part of this deal. The Clippers are sending Luke Kennard to the Grizzlies. This was another three-team trade. And the Grizzlies sent second two, uh, three second-round picks to the Clippers. And then the Houston uh, Rockets reacquired John Wall in a three-team trade with the in this three-team deal. But um, my thoughts about this is, you know John Wall's not going to play one minute for the Rockets after he just talked shit about them. The Grizzlies got a stud in Luke Kennard. The Grizzlies got a stud, bro. The Grizzlies got a lot of stud. They need shooting. They need all the help in the world that they can get because uh, John Morant has to worry about the West. And Kennard is a step in the right direction. But however, they still don't have that second guy that you can depend on consistently. I'm pretty sure that the the Rockets are going to buy out John Wall and Danny Green. And they'll be free agents. Oh, man, this is funny but yet fucked up. The Los Angeles Lakers traded Pat Bev to the Orlando Magic for center Mo Bamba. And the Lakers are sending second round draft compensation with Pat Bev over there. Basically, the Lakers are trying to say that they're trying to start Mo Bamba alongside Anthony Davis. Now, for y'all Lakers fans salivating and your coochies creaming up, timeout. Timeout because number one, number one, right? Mo Bamba couldn't crack the rotation in Orlando. That should tell you everything you need to know about Mo Bamba. Mo Bamba is more known for beating up Austin Rivers than playing basketball. That should tell you everything you need to know. Let's move on. The San Antonio Spurs are trading Josh Richardson to the New Orleans Pelicans, and the Pelicans are trading Devontae Graham and four second-round picks to San Antonio. God damn. Popovich racked up today in the second-round picks. You want to know why he is treasuring these second-round picks? Because guess what? Manu Ginobili, Tony Parker were both second-round picks, and now... Me, personally, I believe that both guys will be in the Hall of Fame at some point. But I like the Spurs getting Devontae Graham. 
I think that's a good move. I think that's a big move, man. And Josh Richardson to the Pelicans, he's a part of a very good rotation. Off the bench. That's going to help the Pelicans. The Hornets traded center Mason Plumley to the Los Angeles Clippers. The Clippers are, are sending Reggie Jackson to Charlotte. Now, this is going to help LaMelo Ball and Terry Rozier. I think both of those guys, I think Reggie's going to take a lot of pressure off of those two. This is a solid trade by Charlotte. And Mason Plumley is going to help the Clippers. They don't have a backup center. They don't have a solid one, at least. I mean, they don't play Moses Brown enough minutes. They don't play um, 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 Diabite enough minutes. So why not pick up a an established veteran center like Mason Plumley, who could rebound at a high pace and pass the rock, even though he has the ugliest free throw and the ugliest jump shot in league history, even though Sean Marion's is very, very close. Last but totally not least, the Blazers are trading Gary Payton Jr. to the Warriors for five second-round picks. I believe that these are the five second-round picks that they received in that deal that we talked about earlier. And the Warriors, in this deal, ended up trading Kevin Knox to the Blazers. Adding that to the multi-team deal already with Golden State and Atlanta. My thoughts on this trade deadline is it was up. Many teams improved and many teams disappointed. Now, we're going to talk about winners and losers here. But, I mean, we can talk about winners and losers on the uh, trade uh, grade show. But that was everything that happened. But the things that surprised me was I'm surprised Toronto and Chicago did not make any moves. Because a lot of their players were being discussed, but nobody was willing to pull the trigger. I guess niggas was too pussy to pull the trigger in in Toronto and Chicago. Many people wanted Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan, and Nikola Busevich, and Chicago was like, well, we'll just keep these niggas. All right, man. This is King Known Uncensored. Welcome to the 2023 trade deadline. The trade collector, I'm out.